Fast Pass, welcome to Kuniwitz. You are about to make a shitload of money. Alright, let's do it. Uh, welcome, my name's Matt Hayes. I'm here with Bob Panelo out in Chicago. And this is, of course, the... Nailed it. Matthew Hayes. All right, Bob. We got a good one here. We uh, we got new Curb. We got new South Park. Um, uh, we'll catch up on uh, maybe some more Big Mouth or movies. We got a, we got a fresh slate here. So Yeah, aside from everything right happening in. in sports and politics, it's it's a pretty great time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great for time that. for TV except, and movies. Except for what's happening in real life. Yeah, everything um, else. Well, that's what TV and movies are for, hey, to distract us. That's a good point. Um, and that's what we're here for, to add on to that enthusiasm so exactly uh well i guess uh curb aired first let's start there oh with, uh, great the pickle the pickle gamut great title episode two yeah what do you think uh i i liked it uh i know that there were spots that could be improved but overall i found it enjoyable there were a couple nice bits that gave me some laughs how about yourself yeah, it's another solid one. I think that's uh, it's so far the season's great. Um, the uh, I mean, Buck Dancer is a Loved hilarious. Buck love I love the the disguise. You like the disguise? Yeah, I, I don't know. Anytime Larry's and you know, it almost reminds you of when he did that stupid. Uh, what was that? Clear History or what was that made for straight to HBO movie that he did where he had the it was the ten years before and after and he had the long hair. Oh, you know, I never saw that. Oh, I didn't, you yeah. never watched that one? But, no. But, you know, anytime really Larry's bad. in some sort of outfit, it, uh, I think it's pretty hilarious. The, the buck yeah, teeth the, in the, the one episode. just <laughs> He loves to dress himself up is, like an idiot. Yeah, and it, it could not be more obvious. <laughs> and then, like, the big long pause before the name. And Jim Rash, the uh, the guy, the receptionist, uh, Groundlings alum. and uh, Have you what, met that guy? Uh, I've only seen, I've seen him perform. But, uh, you know, he's... Uh, I feel like I've recognized him. Was he the guy who was always in the whorehouses in Reno 911? Uh, I think you're thinking of... Um, Somebody else? I okay, forget. anyway. The guy with the short pants. I forget his name. Oh, no, 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 um, no, no. I'm not thinking of Thomas Lennon. I'm thinking there was always an actor. There was, you know, he was like... A, you know how they always had right. Nick Swartzen on? I think that guy who played the receptionist was oh, okay. also in... Um, well, he had a big role in Community, and he also wrote The Descendants. Oh, he did? Randomly. That movie is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of a random... Uh, the Jason Reitman movie? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Guy's got a lot to um, But uh, there was some great stuff, like the people always wanted to be the hero of the pickle jar, which is just so so accurate. Mm -hmm. And and then to call that back, to use it as a description <laughs> when he sneaks <laughs> yeah. back into Give the hotel. Leon, was great. That was pretty good. <laughs> Everyone immediately goes up there. I'm surprisingly strong. Let me give it a shot. I just, you know, let me get a run. Let me take a run at it. Let me do another pass and just get really, you know, get a run into it. And uh, <laughs> let the big, let the oh, and that brings me to uh, uh, the first appearance of the my favorite character on the show, Marty Funkhauser, <laughs> yeah. played by Bob Ein Einstein. What is it? Einstein. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I love that guy, and I know Greg does too. What, yeah, and he's just, always he got me... that, you know, like fucked up voice. I never should have brought him here. This You're is my son, done. Larry. Oh, shut up, Larry. He can't. Stanford's gone now. He's lost the will to live. <laughs> he's so funny. You remember uh, what a couple seasons ago that the or last season, the Seinfeld season, the uh, Funkheiser tells Jerry a joke. 
and what I I don't remember specifically. Um, I have it right here, but um, so my favorite episodes of comedians and cars getting coffee was with this guy. He did two episodes, and every time he's on, he tells these um, hilarious jokes. <laughs> and then so uh, when when they uh, when they had uh, Funkhauser kind of come onto set and he meets Larry. He tells him he, he tells him this great joke about uh, like like a, a a woman on her wedding day. Uh, I don't know because do you watch comedians and cars? Yeah, yeah, but I haven't. You know, I kind of I I do it selectively. Like I yeah, you know, I'll just kind of cherry pick. So, oh, Pat Oswald, I'll check him out. Oh, great, uh, David Letterman's on. I got to see that one. By the way, oh, well, Jim I, Rash I just... was the I was correct. He was the same guy in Reno Nine One One, the poorhouse guy, and this. But yeah, uh, back to comedians and cars getting coffee. Well, I just found out because I was searching for these these episodes so i could like remind myself the jokes that he's told and uh i guess it's moving to netflix a big um which i guess coincides oh. with the whole jerry before seinfeld <laughs> yeah, we'll get special. to netflix uh, in a little bit here with south park yeah exactly and then um um so and then he's going to do another special and they're buying the entire catalog from crackle so you, you right now you can't find any of the episodes online okay because uh i guess they're being released or season 10 is being released at the end of the year and they also have the ownership of uh, of all the, the the previous archive. But here, real quick, let me just um, just to jog your memory. He's uh, and the whole premise is that Larry's pissed off that his friend is embarrassing him, and uh, and, and Jerry doesn't really want to hear a joke from a guy he doesn't know anyway. And I think on the show, Funkheiser's not supposed to be a comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, he's it's just, just like a guy. Larry's friend. Yeah. Um, so he's like, uh, so a woman is very afraid of the size of her opening. Uh, she goes to her mother. She says, what am I going to do? I'm so big down there. And when I meet Harry, he's going to divorce me. Her mother says, don't worry, sweetheart. It runs in the family. Do what I did when I married your father. Go to the market, get some raw liver, put it in there, and he'll never know the difference. <laughs> and Jerry's like, oh, God, it's, it's awful. And then so he keeps going. and he's like, So she does. And they have eight hours of sex right after marriage. She wakes up at 10 o'clock, and he's gone. But there's a note on her pillow. It says, my darling Harriet, to think that I waited a year to consummate our loving relationship makes my heart beat so loudly. I'm surprised it didn't wake you up. The only reason I'm not here now, darling, is that I'm at work to make enough money to buy you a house, a pick, a pick, a picket fence. We'll have dogs and children. <laughs> when five o'clock dinner bell rings, I'll be home like the winged gossamer of love in your arms. Your loving husband, Harry. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. <laughs> That was in an episode of Curb. I completely yeah. forgot this. Yeah, it's uh, it's so Funk Kaiser is hilarious. He's he, that guy is so great. Yeah, he brings uh, his nephew over. He yeah, has nephew who uh, oh, it's he's who valedictorian. Yeah, it's a Stanford uh, starting pitcher. pitcher. Yeah, and then Leon's like, oh, big deal. You uh, you ever seen a titty? <laughs> like just comparing notes. Yeah, like, he was threatened. What a thing to say. What's a, what an asshole thing to say? Who says that? <laughs> yeah. My fun Kaiser isn't bad. I want credit. That was good. That was yeah. Uh, that, was, but, that, was, that was solid. Yeah, and I really think um, they're. I I I'm happy that they're doing the subplot with uh, Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen separated, and then Ted Danson's going after Cheryl. I like it. I I remember being annoyed with Cheryl in the in the middle seasons. Like just because when you could tell the scenes got heavy improv, when it was heavy improv, she just she didn't hang as she well. Keep, with yeah, Larry. she couldn't keep up. But I miss her now, and I was and, and I thought she was a, a vital part of of obviously that 
uh, character, the story arc with the Seinfeld season, him trying to win back Cheryl, you know? Uh, and I, I really do think that it's great. Like it, and, um, I think, I think it's great to have her involved. I think because it raises Larry's stakes besides just, you know, Oh, he might die or he, you, you know that he's not going to get killed by this fought. Yeah. Like, it kind of, it um, it grounds the show or Cheryl did. And she also played a pretty thankless straight man role. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of a necessary and also, a, um, a sense of realism to this, like, because I think for a while, in the way that it was shot, people were like, is that Larry's actual wife? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone knew who he was married to or what she looked like, and nobody really knew that actress. Yeah. But uh, the pay- the payoff for that whole plot was really funny when he catches her Mariana on Tate a date. With a dude looks identical <laughs> to him. Exactly. <laughs> but he's exactly. dressed up. He's still dressed up like Buck Dancer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she didn't want to go on a date with him because she wasn't attracted to him physically. Oh, you and know then... that's coming back next week. And yeah. there's going to be a lot of dancing, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the Larry, dancing. the Larry. That was my favorite part of the whole episode was when Larry calls Mary to ask her out and. Ted Danson, you know, there's a conversation before that where it's just like, come on, Larry, look, let's, yeah. let's not get us. Um, oh, yeah, you, right. Mr. Sexy Ted Danson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Larry's obsession with and rivalry with Ted Danson being much better than him and, and better it's looking. It's been since the successful. season one. He's, he's yeah, well, had a, it, an issue with Danson since the beginning. Well, it goes into uh, into Seinfeld where George was always very jealous of Ted Danson, and when in season four, when they were writing that pilot, and he was like, fifty thousand dollars for a pilot? What? What? Ted Danson makes ten million an episode. Who's he? He's somebody. Why not me? You're nobody. <laughs> Icon, no well, con. Yeah. What has he got that I don't have? He's good. You're, you're not. He's good. You're not. Exactly. <laughs> you're not. That was a classic exchange. The George. Yeah, hilarious. He's good, you're not. I, um and then uh what else we got oh the, the callback of the palestinian chicken uh with what's her name and a, a nice little sex scene for larry oh yeah 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 larry how many sex scenes have there been with larry not very many it's it, it's been a while but uh that one was definitely a little shocking yeah <laughs> the security guard pulls him pulls her off of him um yeah that and was, then, the security uh, guard bit was okay that was that was fine but the yeah what about the you know just yeah, Buck Dancer, and you know he makes the new friend the the hooker. Ooh, yeah, the the whole hooker schmuck, uh, schmuck. Yeah, that that stuff that that's the same thing for me. That the um, why didn't you hold the door open bit for me in like episode one? It's like they're they're looking for things like well, they're looking uh, yeah, at yeah, they're looking at curve why it up. You, why can't you? Yeah, these shows like everybody knows the beats. Like the show has a structure, and they yeah. have to do curb. Like if they came up and just completely did something sideways, people would be upset. So they have to make the show curb, and they know what people are used to. Like we're we're trained to watch the show. You know what I mean? No, but I guess my point is that uh, when when the show was really clicking, it was like you kind of sympathized with Larry, but you would never say it in real life. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, like it in the supermarket where you have like the two split lines and one is moving much faster than the one you're in and you're like why can't we just have one line that forks and then when when the next guy's ready you know so you you don't feel taken advantage of and like there's an episode where that happens mm-hmm. and like yeah yeah exactly but but now it's like they're looking for things like the tongs the they crumble the cookies yeah. and and uh yeah just like they're kind of reaching a little bit yeah it always is nice um, though speaking of uh, curb moments that keep coming back like when, when he was in that FaceTime 
uh, trying to clear things up with the Ayatollah. And the guy's just such a huge fan of Seinfeld. And Larry's always just so flattered. You know, yeah. when he's so flattered, <laughs> people love oh, Seinfeld. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, that's were... amazing. Oh, what's your favorite? Episode? Oh, no way. The shirt, the puppy well, yeah, shirt. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't love the puppy shirt? Oh. Well, because he gets that every single day of his life. And the fact that he brings it in that a very it could, meta way yeah, that it could be used for something to his benefit. Yeah, he couldn't give a shit if people like the show because I guess at, at this point it's you know it's people bother him about it constantly. I bet. Yeah, but if you trip Shaq um, during the exactly. playoff game, you know, <laughs> you use it to your advantage. Exactly. Um, speaking of like Seinfeld tie-ins and jokes that he's done before, like when uh, Greg last week was telling us about how you know when he was trying to break into that uh, cell phone package and then the shower bid and all mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, I, I also thought of another one when, uh, if you remember when he, he's in that handicap stall and the flush is so loud. That like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the whole one with the you wait. The handicap. Yeah, you, yeah, wait. you wait. It may be different. I'm actually, maybe I'm blending the handicap with the loud flush. But anyway, uh, there's another bit where the the whole hotel tuck-in thing, his, his no thing about... It's the, too tough. Why talk? Don't talk. Don't talk. I can't. His suggestions, yeah. all of his terrible suggestions. Larry loves complaining about hotel beds being too tightly tucked in. There's a lot of places that we frequently find Larry. Uh, the restaurants. There's always there's always things with restaurants that he gets involved in, and uh-huh. just kind of the everyday nuance that you agreeing know, on the tip. Yeah, like, tip stuff. Like uh, there's there's also yeah, that, like we had um, with the. The waiter, the ho- the the captain of the waiters, and do I tip them? Do you remember that one? Yeah. You know, there's, uh-huh. yeah. So he's always got he's always got restaurant stuff going on, hotel stuff going on, just places where people are often. Obviously, it's it's, it's observational comedy. You could tell he was a stand yeah. comedian. Uh, yeah. It still seems weird that it's been six years because like the show really hasn't lost a beat. And and although there's moments of of, of reaching for that awkward Larryness, there it's still great. I mean, like the stuff for like. Again, the best part about it is when all these storylines come together and uh, the the angry teen who can't jerk off because his elbow got broken by Larry is now meeting up with the prostitute who Larry helped turn her career around. Yep. And then also the security guard bursts in on them and then they're all running down the stairs while he's trying to get himself out of this. Fu- you know, it's just yeah. like the marriaging is that's the best part. And such it's always a great payoff. And then when that ending credits comes up at like exactly the right time, like, no! yeah, it's it always ends on a the perfect note. I agree. And on that on that note, uh, we'll uh, head on to South Park. Um, the what was it the the prequel franchise to the, prequel the franchise prequel? Yeah. Um, uh, start us off. What's uh, what was your reaction? I liked it. I. This wasn't one that I was rolling on the ground laughing a lot, but it was a lot of, I appreciate that. Oh my, I really like that. Oh, I like what you mm-hmm. did here. Uh, and then there was a few, there was a few characters Same. that uh, I was just very happy to see again because they make my heart smile, uh, especially Sergeant Harrison Yates. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I really would love to it. see a return to a, a, like a butter's bottom bitch B plot for him where like we see him in the field again, something absurd and ridiculous. But where he some was... of that comes back in this episode. Like I really felt it's not just because Harrison Yates was in this, but just when butters takes on 
a profession and, and even as professor chaos uh in that circuit city when he has the the new employee come and it's like oh you're gonna have you know i, I can't do a butters but it's like hey we you know we have great hours and i'm look i'm working on getting everybody health care and benefits <laughs> it's just like he's always <laughs> yeah. like very his business he's a great plans, leader of yeah men. his business his, his business has always <laughs> seemed very sound uh, yeah. Butters is going Sound to be business practice. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a, a great captain of industry one day, for sure. Um, but yeah, the the same thing where so there's I don't know if you've been seeing the fractured but whole trailers coming. That was up one of the, my the, yeah. That was one of my chart laughs. Is just how you know that they're they're completely aware that they're making fun of the commercialization commercialization of all these silly superhero movies, and yet they're like yeah, and us mm. yeah, we're actually Trey and Matt. Uh, I'm going, going, yeah. going to do the same whoring ourselves. Yeah, and go go buy our, our game that comes out. Well, because there, there's lines in the game trailer, which I think comes out this month. I think maybe the in a few days, maybe the 17th. And I'm actually going to buy it this time because you also yeah. get a stick the, of truth. The game. So yeah. you get the other one. I think I'm going to buy them and, and over my, you should. my holiday time just really pound it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll pang, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bound it out or pound, pound it. it out and then do a little. Uh, do a nice pound we'll sesh. Do a little pound session. <laughs> we'll chop it up. We'll chop it. Uh, no, it's great. So the Stick of Truth was a hilarious, like ten-hour episode of South Park. Um, my favorite part being the uh, the Nagasaki fart that Randy teaches. Nagasaki. <laughs> it's called the Nagasaki because if you do it right, it makes people go. Ooh. <laughs> but all right, so all right, so in the trailer for Fractured But Whole, there's um there's a line where the guy's like, "Superheroes, isn't that played out?" So then the fact that, like, Coon and Friends... It, it, yeah, it cuts right to Jimmy's di- audition for yeah. Coon and Friends. You're going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, they're, they're, so they're doing the video game. They've done three episodes of Coon and Friends. To bring it back is just... Uh, in amongst the oversaturation of Marvel, it seems a little like, yeah, it is played out. And this, this, this South Park plot is played out. But no, I don't... You think it's played out? Because I'm not a sick little, of the characters yet. I'm having fun. And it's been, what, they haven't done it since season 14, I looked up. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, season 13, excuse me. Uh, I think. I, Which I, brings I us back to one of, I think, mine and yours biggest laugh of the series. Bradley was Biggles. The reveal. Midbury of, Crunch. <laughs> Midbury Crunch. You Coke-sara. are Coxara. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Midbury Crunch Fuck was. Fuck you, Midbury Crunch. Thing? You aren't anything. Mid. <laughs> Berry Crunch. <laughs> that was that was like a three episode payoff. <laughs> it was hilarious. I loved it so much. Oh, that was such a good, such a good arc. Thing. But yeah, all right. So like the whole phase thing, right? It was phase one, phase well, two. Well, they've phase also three. done the phases before. They did the phases yeah. a few years ago where they made they started uh, making fun of Marvel and and now DC's uh, production schedule. Uh, so Kuhn, uh has a a three phase plan going on and have you checked out did you do a screenshot of all the animated or all the titles of these movies i didn't i i mean i, I got them right in front up. of me i got it i got it up so uh some of them yeah, are just to... dandies so it phase one so it, we we start with netflix yeah the coon on netflix right? then it goes to super uh super craig man of craig and i think craig's supposed to, <laughs> craig's basically superman then the human kite movie which has coon and super craig in it then mysterion a netflix series uh, then Fast Pass, which is a Fox series. So Fast Pass <laughs> gets a fight. Then uh, Coon and Friends 1, Tool Shed, the animated series, Human Kite, the movie. Then uh, into Phase 2 is Coon and Friends 2, Armageddon. 
Then the next one is Rise of Captain Diabetes. <laughs> they haven't introduced yet, but I'm I'm guessing that that's uh, yeah. Sean Malkinson or is that what his name is? I'm I'm Tim Malkinson. I'm yeah. Tim Malkinson. I have diabetes. I have diabetes. Uh, then it's um, <laughs> Fast Pass versus Mosquito Direct to Video. Then uh, Young Coon meets Young Professor Chaos. Uh, then then we begin all the prequels, which is uh, the first one's Mosquitoes. Tomorrow is Yesterday. Uh huh. And then Little Super Craig which is going to Cartoon Network. And then Fast Past, Forward to the Past. Uh, th- then... <laughs> forward to the Past. Forward to the Past. Then Tupperware Movie, Tool Shed Saves Coon. Uh, and then Coon and Friends United 3 with Mysterion. And then Phase 3 is Super Craig 3, The Earth Explodes. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> Super Craig 3, The Earth Explodes. And then the next one is Fast Past 2, The Earth is Okay Again. Uh, then Coon and Friends Civil War. Uh, Super Craig versus Wonder Tweak. That's just in the Japanese market. Uh, then Fast Pass versus Mysterion. Kun <laughs> Amigos, which is Latin America only. Uh, Professor Chaos live at Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> why? That's great. Why Professor Chaos live at Coachella? <laughs> uh, and then uh, Co- then Kun Land Amigos. at Not at Not Berry's Farm. So uh-huh. I think that's at, at this point in phase three, there's their own amusement park in Asia. Yeah. And then final coon, final coon and friends. Well, that's always oh, so, so that's in chick. reference to that's in, that's in reference to guardians of the galaxy getting a ride at California adventure. Oh, in, uh, okay. California. So Coonland's going to be its own part of an amusement park. Very much. It's like, probably a ride. Or like, like Harry you know, Potter it's land all is of, at universal. It'll be like, Coon it's land. all part of the Marvel plan where it's like Netflix shows, movies, Civil War prequels, and then now it's rides. It's like this total immersion into uh, into culture. Okay. But yeah, I mean, well, real quick, the final punchline is final Coon and Friends movie parentheses introduce a chick. So that's when you finally get <laughs> that's some sort. That's uh, Wendy. Wendy, <laughs> the Wonder Woman. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we've exhausted all other characters, and I guess we'll do Wonder Woman. <laughs> We'll add a woman. Yeah, that's actually so funny. So yeah, those that's, are all that's, the that's, that's all, those are all the phases there. Which I, I thought there were some some good little ditties if you took the time to to look over. Especially my fa- my two favorite are Professor Chaos Live at Coachella and uh, Rise of Captain Diabetes. <laughs> yeah, Rise of Captain Diabetes. Sam Scott Malkinson. Scott Malkinson. That's um, what it is. Scott Malkinson. Anyway. That's great. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah. So they're having a lot of fun with this, and they they know it's absurd how many of these uh, properties are in the the psyche now or out there being made and 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 also and then that leads us to our the the ragging on netflix we're like oh hello uh, this is netflix you're greenlit yep. what is your show about <laughs> what's your show about <laughs> oh i've got a, a a transsexual dragon show over here greenlit <laughs> yeah just buying up anything the star for talent and also comedians and cars getting caught. There you go. Yeah, they're bringing back any any sort of nostalgia show that might have a, a built-in audience is getting revival. They've they're canceling ten shows a season, just getting rid of shows. Uh, I think it's it's just yeah. a great little observation. It's great. I, I I liked that way more than the Facebook stuff. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I get it. Like the whole the Russian advertising. There's like there's Russian. So the thing about that is that um, there's these fake Facebook accounts that are run by Russian hackers that are just promoting fake 
the fake news the fake thing. News that thing. that yeah. that whole came yeah, fake news, Russian uh, And they're really bot coming accounts. after Zuckerberg for not doing anything about it and being complacent. And in his yeah, and he's like, oh well, they they, they gave us seventeen seventy three for an ad, which the analysis has uh, is also on that list of uh, supporters. Correct. I guess. Yeah. We we've paid for a little promos, <laughs> but yeah, right. well, yeah, I mean, you know, they they paid for the ad space. What do you want me to do? Uh, this is ruining our country. Yeah. Do something. Maybe you should take a little bit of responsibility, bro. So. Yeah, I I agree with that. What do you what do you make of the whole dubbing? Uh, and that was odd. That was strange. Uh, it, 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 I honestly didn't laugh at it because I was too confused. Why? Like, why? What's the whole bit about? Like, what's the? Why is this? You think you can block me? My <laughs> style. My, my style. Well, I that definitely sounds like a um a really old school kind of Japanese uh, RPG sort of game. Okay, like yeah, you know, kind of like why here? I don't know. I don't Just know. It's funny. Okay. Cause he, cause he's maybe a video like game nerd, or a, I don't know. Yeah, or just kind of like just some. Yeah, it, it's it definitely has something to do with like those old school video game villains, where it's like, ha 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 ha. You think you can pass me? Ha. Huh? You uh, you'll never get past my my exp. It is off the charts. Ha ha ha. Yeah. That I, that I, I guess that's yeah. what I, I. It was okay. The, the Zuckerberg stuff, I was all set in it, and and they did some. They did, they went after Facebook before and I and I thought they missed on it when it was the you have zero friends I think it was like yeah. season thirteen or fourteen no it wouldn't have been thirteen because that was Kuna friends so it was probably season fourteen but they you know and they had it was the um it wasn't Bradley Biggle but it was the you know the the loser um Kip Jordy uh, I forget his name oh Kip Jordy yeah and with zero he, friends he had yeah. zero friends and then you know I'm not getting sucked into Facebook Stan wanted to stay off Facebook but Randy and <laughs> His grandpa and, and everybody whole, else make yeah. Them, you know, oh, Stan, 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 Stan I you know, accept well, my friend Facebook friend. You so you are yeah, going that, to do it though. And then are, yeah. the whole Tron parody. I don't know. I thought they yeah, they kind of swung and missed at that. So maybe this is their second pass at uh, at Facebook. And again, I, I I don't think it's lampooned as well as it. There's so much stinking material. I'm surprised that South Park hasn't uh, really harpooned them like they have. Or they have the opportunity to, but in terms of facebook yeah i just i, I don't think it's been done right like I, I don't think they have hit facebook well what about all last season with the trolling on facebook i mean uh, i guess that, well, that was that was simply using the platform uh, I don't know. that was anyway I, I i i thought this one was that that whole storyline wasn't as great but overall i thought it was pretty funny and they are definitely taking it they're, they're they've really been kind of hitting on a theme of technology where it's like first you have Alexa taking people's jobs. Then you have like Twitter yeah. being the reason why people are running over people on the road and nuclear Holocaust. And then now you have Facebook with this whole face news thing. So it's just like, that's the world we live in now. They're uh-huh. that's kind of been their, th- their thread, their theme. Uh, I had some, some favorites of the episode where um, the, the fake news specifics, that uh, Professor Chaos was coming up with about the Coon and Friends. It's like uh, they like to eat their own poop and they're having sex with antelopes. Hey, we're not Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not butt-fucking antelopes and Tupperware is not pooping in little girls' mouths. <laughs> but he has that Harvey Weinstein line when they go visit oh, that right. kid at his house. Uh, we see that you unfollowed Coon and Friends on Facebook. Here to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't a hilarious episode, but um, I guess uh, timely again is usually the the their mo. 
Um, I think the thing that confused us was the Mark Zuckerberg. I guess I just didn't get that takedown. Yeah, that was weird. But... My style. I did. The sounds. I mean, style kind of. Well, he kept saying style. Funny. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually got there. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully, um, uh, what, what are we expecting next week? Anything? I don't. They're not dark, so we should get another Curb and South Park. Yeah. I'm not sure yet. What you have any bold predictions? I, I, you know, I did see. You know, we had a, a pretty good Butters. It, it, would you? I wouldn't consider that a Butters episode, but yeah, uh, anytime Butters they have heavy. Butters playing, uh, anytime they have Professor Chaos, that usually checks the box on. Uh, yeah, and you have the dad, you know, hey Butters, you're not looking at boobies again, and then calling him into and Russia. And then he put, yeah, he puts him and Putin into timeout. Yeah. Or, or uh, you are grounded. You are grounded. <laughs> so, yeah, um, not bad. Well, anyway. And uh, we had Sergeant well, Yates. Uh, who yeah, invited yeah. Mark Zuckerberg to sound? Susie. <laughs> um, have you watched any more of Big Mouth? I haven't. I haven't had a chance to to get back to Big Mouth. I was in a sketch show, actually, this uh, this entire week. That oh cool. yeah, I was um, I, it was called Frozen in the Time of Trump, and I played a, a Cubs fan who was frozen on November 5th, 2016 for a medical experiment. And uh, because of all the Trump cuts, uh, the, the funding in, in medical research, they have to wake me up earlier than uh, my 2046 wake up date. So it's only been 11 months. And, you know, it's it's a bunch of, you know, like it's almost like the, the beginning of Austin Powers where he's making a lot of assumptions of stuff that's that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Uh, uh, so it's like, Hey, like, what's it like now that we have our first female president? You know, it's like, uh, well, yeah, yeah. he at least toned down his antics from the campaign trail, right? So it's a bunch of like, <laughs> a bunch of, you know, just like, what's new jokes, um, you know. So anyway, and and Liberace was gay. I did, I not, did not see, see that coming. coming. I mean, women loved him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, uh, yeah. So I was doing that all week, so I didn't have time to uh, catch up on shows. But how about yourself? Uh, I went to see Blade Runner 20, was it 2025? Oh, let's save that one for next week, because I'm going this weekend. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, we gotta go see it, and we'll, we'll talk about that next time. But, uh, right, well, let's wrap it up there. Let's, uh, cool. get a little tight 30. Tight 30. And, uh, we'll, uh, connect back next Thursday after Curb and South Park and Blade Runner. Beautiful. All right. All right, see you. Talk bye. to y'all.